You're listening to the Meeting Midway Podcast, a podcast of Midway United Methodist Church in Alpharetta, Georgia, featuring Pastor Jenny Andoni and Pastor Brad Biggerstaff. Over the course of the podcast, we'll hear how the church relates to the real-world issues that matter to you and how God loves us all. And now, let's meet Midway. Join us in our opening hymn, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. See 
community uh, with the few of us hidden here in the sanctuary as well to all of you online. I hope you heard those fun claps. We've got great volunteers here to do worship with you today. Um, just a few announcements at the outset of service like normal. Um, uh, as you probably saw in a uh, PSA that I put out this week, we are closing all church activities within our facility to the end of the month. Uh, that includes the office will be closed. Um, some office personnel might be coming in and out, but outside of that, everybody else, the office and the church is closed, uh, and Meals by Grace will still be using the facility on Sundays. That will be the one exception so that they can continue to provide a valuable service within our community. We do want to uh, keep up with you, and we're going to have an email that comes out later and a Facebook that comes out later about some opportunities of potentially connecting with different people within our church family and with our community, and we look forward to sharing that with you as well. Well, this morning, as you join with us online, let's have fun and greet one another down in the chat. <laughs> you had fun with that fun moment in the chat. We'll have more moments of interaction. And I do want to let you know we have someone here uh, at the church at the table with us in the sanctuary, Morgan. She will be helping us with uh, the service and some of our interaction points. And I want to let you know now, if you have any prayer requests at this outset of service, type them out in a comment below. Morgan's going to write those down, and we'll pray over those during our prayer time here in a little bit. Well, today, this morning, as we are in the season of Lent. Let us bow our heads and come humbly before our God. Almighty God, we thank you for today. We thank you for your church that still meets even beyond the walls of the church. We thank you that your love transcends all barriers. It transcends all borders. It transcends all walls. And it meets us exactly where we are. Bless this time of worship. May we feel connected together as a church. Bless us in our homes with our families. Bless those who are sick. Bless those who are healthy. Bless those whose loved ones are worried. Bless those who carry anxiety themselves. May this service today be a moment of grounding. May it be a place 
where we can feel God's presence within us and within our homes. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Please join us in our next hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Let's stand where we are and let's affirm our faith today with the Apostles' Creed.
I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he arose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And you may sit back down. We're going to have our call to prayer, which is number 377, if you have your hymnal at home. Uh, if not, um, please sing with us, It Is Well With My Soul. Thank you. 
Well, this morning, as we come to a time of prayer, I invite you exactly where you are to enter into a humble place, knowing that God is with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, we surrender all to you today. In the midst of unprecedented times, in the midst of distress and anxiety, we take time out of this morning for worship to you and to you alone. For you call us blessed. You see us for who we are, in the midst of what we're going through. In the midst of times where we put ourselves down, where our anxiety overwhelms us, you still call us blessed. God, today we lift up many of those on our hearts and minds. As Mary tells us, we we need to lift up, and we lift up today those in nursing homes and assisted living facilities. We ask for your protection over them, for healing for those who are sick. We ask for understanding for those who may not know why loved ones can't be with them. We lift up Mary's Aunt Liz and her friend's Marcia's husband who has Alzheimer's. We lift up all those who are in those places, in those facilities that need a loving touch from you today. May you also encourage us to be the church in phone calls and texts, in letter writing so that they know in those facilities that we are there for them. We also today lift up Pastor Jenny, Herzen, and all those that are returning from Egypt as we speak. May their travel be blessed by you. May they come back and customs be easy so that they can go home. May you have a spiritual protection over them, a physical protection over them, an emotional protection over them. That they would be blessed by you. God, today as we continue in our service, as we hear your holy scripture, as we hear the Beatitudes, may we hear them for exactly what they are. Every single word and the power of them. So that as we go into this week of uncertainty, that we would know that we are blessed. We pray all these things in the name of Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Grant. Uh, moving on the fly this week, doing new things, and what a week it has been. Uh, I know we just prayed for Pastor Jenny, and if she's watching right now, get home. Yeah. I'm excited for you to be back here with us as we continue into this kind of couple weeks of uh, service being online through the end of March. Um, this will be kind of our setup here for the next couple weeks, and we are excited that you can join us in this time from your own homes uh, each and every week. Well, today, in the midst of our sermon time, I do want to go ahead and give you a heads up that I am going to play a video like I normally like to do at 11 o'clock, but because of copyright laws on streaming, uh, you'll notice that we sang public domain songs, and uh, because of copyright, we can't show the, the video clip on the screen and stream it to you. But Morgan will be dropping it in the comments below when I cue her too, and you'll be invited to click on that video, and we'll give you about three and a half minutes to watch the video, and then I'll conclude my sermon. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully, it goes well. Well, today, I invite you to hear the word of God coming from Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain. After he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. And blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness, for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evils against you falsely on my account. For rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were with you before. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, it was great to have Jane with us today, and I know there's a, a large part of the group that's already made it back from the Holy Lands, and there's uh, some more coming back with Pastor Jenny. We actually have uh, the group. They, they visited the Mount of the Beatitudes, where our text was, and, and, and Morgan's actually going to drop a picture in, hopefully, if it works, uh, into the, uh, the chats so that you can see what they saw. But today, as we start... Do you know the 1979 satirical comedy, The Life of Brian? This was released by the comedy group Monty Python, and I'm sure many of you know Monty Python and the Holy Grail, an instant classic satirical film, but I would argue Life of Brian is a close second in terms of popularity. 
If you don't know the film, the film tells the story of Brian Cohen, a young Jewish man who was born on the same day as Jesus Christ, in fact, next door, and is subsequently throughout his life mistaken for the Messiah. If you haven't seen it just on that premise alone, I can, I'm sure you could figure out the many satirical moments and, and the hilarity that it can cause. Of course, some consider the movie blasphemy, but I just want to focus in on one of the moments in that movie to start the sermon. A particular moment that applies to our passage today, for they satirically play on the text that we read moments ago. But there is some deep truth in what they are trying to share. If you haven't seen the movie, there's a a collection of of people who, when Jesus is preaching the Sermon on the Mount, they're really far down at the foot of the mountainside. And they're trying to kind of get close with this crowd all up the mountain, but they're they're on the back row. They're like the, the folks on the back row of the church. And as Jesus is shouting out, blessed are the peacemakers, blessed are the meek, blessed are those who mourn, they start to bicker amongst themselves. In their bickering and fighting back from one another, they start to be able, they, they realize that they're not able to hear what Jesus is saying. And so someone says, well, what are they saying? And someone turns around, I think he said, blessed are the cheesemakers. The cheesemakers. The cheesemakers. They continue to bicker more. And then they're like, what did he say? Blessed are the Greek. The Greek, which Greek? And here we have this short story of individuals on the far end, the the furthest point away from Jesus where they're mistakenly hearing Jesus saying something else. Do you think there might be some truth to this story, this kind of satirical moment for us in the church today? How often maybe do we find ourselves at the furthest place from Jesus, and we mistake what we believe Jesus to be saying? How often do we force our own beliefs or thoughts into the mouth of Jesus? How often do we hear, blessed are the cheesemakers? Well, today, I believe as we humbly recognize the need in our current spaces right now, we need to lean into the voice of God Come closer up the mountainside. Stop the bickering. Hear Jesus clearly in what he is saying. So, what better way to do that than let us hear again the Beatitudes. But this time, hear every single word. And know that Jesus is speaking to us right here, right now. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, not cheesemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. 
Blessed are you when people revile you, persecute you, and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Blessed, blessed are. You hear these words of Jesus that are so potent. Words that we hang on to, that we lean into to hear. As Jesus is God within the Trinity, God created all things. And in this moment too, through Jesus' words, Jesus creates. We have here creative power within these words of blessing. So when Christ says, blessed are, truly today, know they are blessed indeed. Now as we lean in and hear these pronouncements of blessing and hear them clearly, we can help correct our often poor understanding of what it means to be blessed and today, this is what I want you to challenge you to live into most. Most folks, and I think in our day today, would look at someone who is mourning or someone that's persecuted or reviled, someone who is particularly meek, and most folks wouldn't call them blessed. But Christ does in this passage. Blessing here is more about bearing the promises of God than about a physical and momentary circumstance. Jesus is speaking a promise over these people's lives. Blessing in the age of Christ, then, in this promise, is about hope. It is not about material success. For Jesus to be blessed is to be claimed by God. It is to be brought into the work and will of God and to find yourself in God's future. And church, this is good news in the midst of our time today. We are blessed in the midst of pandemic because we are the poor in spirit in, this, in these days. We have hope in a future that is resurrection. Last week, if you were here with us, I showed a clip from Steve Hartman on the road about the relationship of a young girl with an older man who met at a grocery store and found deep connection and love over a four-year period. Well, today, as I, in this week, as I was sitting in my home and on YouTube and watching all these things, I found that Steve Hartman had released yet another clip this week that touched my very soul. Morgan's going to drop that right now into the, the comment section. She'll post it a few different times. Be sure to click on that. We'll watch that uh, three-minute uh, video. We'll give you some time to do that, and then I'll come back with the conclusion of the sermon. My faith teaches me to serve all humanity. A powerful video about a man who's willing to reach his arm across the aisle. Today, I think in these uncertain times, where we all have different viewpoints and different beliefs of what should occur, church, we need to, like this video, reach our hand across the aisle. Meeting people 
where they are, understanding the boundaries that we need to have in this time of pandemic. I think that means for people my age, doing social distancing, being smart about washing hands and things like this. I think that means maybe from some of the older generation within our church to take precaution. Be prepared to reach out to others. Ask for help. Your church family is here for that. My faith teaches me to serve all humanity. Today, may our faith teach us to serve all humanity even in this time of distress. May we actively reach out to those in our community and in our family by phone and Skype to check in on them. Check in on physical well-being, emotional well-being. May we be present for other people. May we look out for our most vulnerable. And may we lean into those words from Jesus and hear them clearly today. Words of blessing. And maybe when we don't, when we're caught bickering at the bottom of the hill, may we still know that as we are the poor in spirit often, as we are mourning maybe, that we too are blessed by God. There was some truth, and blessed are the cheesemakers. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Well, now at this time, we enter into a time of tithes and offerings. Uh, But today, we won't have an offering plate going down the aisles. uh, But instead, we're going to invite you to give in two particular ways. Morgan's going to be dropping in at a few different points uh, the link to our Tithely page. Uh, which you'll be able to fill in credit card, or you can do your routing number from your bank. And you can give just for today, or knowing for the next few weeks, you can set up to give at a weekly basis or a bi-weekly basis. We also will accept as well. Uh, If you want to write a check still, you can mail that into the church, and we'll have people periodically checking for those things coming in. Today, we're grateful for you to be with us. Grateful knowing that we are still the church. We're still operating, serving our community in this space with Meals by Grace, but reaching out to you exactly where you are. So today, may we give wholeheartedly, knowing of the good God that gives so much to us.
Please join us for our final hymn of the uh, morning, Blessed Assurance. Perfect submission, all is at rest. I and my Savior am happy and blessed. Watching and waiting, looking above, filled with His goodness, lost in His love. Well, this week, as we go into uncertainty, may you know that you have a community around you that loves you. May you know that God loves you, that we are lost in that love. So as you go into this week, hear this benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face and his countenance to shine upon you. And right here, right now, may he give you peace.
You've been listening to the Meeting Midway podcast from Midway United Methodist Church. The doors to our community are open to all, and we invite guests to join us at our services on Sunday. We have a traditional worship service at 8.30 a.m. in our historic chapel, an acoustic worship service at 9.45 a.m. in our historic chapel, and a contemporary service at 11 a.m. in our modern sanctuary. For more information, check us out online at midwayumc.org. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you soon.